You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Cracking the code on how you can optimize, personalize, and monetize your app marketing and mobile growth efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence, hosted by Peggy Ann Saltz. Peggy, a top 30 mobile marketing influencer, nine-time author, and content strategist, brings you her pick of tech, trends, guests, and cool stuff to help you drive growth and create deep connections with your customers. Now, prepare to get motivated and activated with our host. Hey, hello, and welcome to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ansaltz with Mobile Groove where I plan, produce, and promote content that allows my clients to reach performance goals and scale growth. And of course, growth is what it's all about here at Mobile Presence because this is where we get the inside track every two weeks or so from the experts on how you can grow your app. And this is, as I said, from the UA experts because this is their daily job. And they are amazing at it as well. We have them on the show here because they have achieved success that has earned them the title of Mobile Hero, as chosen by Liftoff, a full-service mobile app marketing and retargeting platform. Now, if you're listening in all these weeks, as you should be, then you know, you're hearing about the ways to grow your app. And one way to grow your app is to buy advertising that will support your strategy. Now, up until now, the focus has been on performance. Makes a lot of sense. It's all about performance. Buying on a cost per install or a cost per action, CPA, CPI, that makes a lot of sense. That's what everyone is doing out there. So I thought just mix it up a little bit because our guest today is going to tell us about another way of buying advertising, a little bit of a retrograde way because it's actually the way we started out in the first place. It's all about CPMs. Um, welcome back. You know Why buy on a CPM basis? Where does it pay off and how? And to, to answer those questions, and of course, many more, guest today is Sergei Grutzuk. He is lead UA manager at Playrix and Playrix. If you haven't heard of it, then I don't know where you are living because it's already listed as one of the top 10 uh, companies in its space, one of the most successful developers of mobile games apps in the world. Sergey, it's great to have you on the show. Hello, Peggy. It's nice to be here. So, um, so where are you? Where are you coming from today? You're speaking to us on Skype, obviously, but where are you based? I'm based in Ukraine, uh, not a small city, one of the biggest in Ukraine, Kharkiv. So this is 
the place where I lived and uh, from where I work also. Mm -hmm. And speaking of work, um, tell me just a little bit about what you do at Playworks because lead UA manager, that's pretty straightforward. But, you know, a little bit about your daily job because something you're doing gives you the time or inspiration or a little bit of both to, you know, turn our model of buying advertising on its head. So what exactly uh, do you do and what do you think um, inspired you to look again at CPMs? Yeah, sure. So regarding what is my main responsibilities in PlayRigs, uh, mainly I am responsible for building RTB department. So uh, it's a tough word, yeah, but uh, basically what does it mean? Uh, this is a simple technology that connects different uh, ad exchanges, ad networks, uh, publishers, advertisers into one uh, ecosystem where you can buy uh, traffic globally. So right now, as I knew, it's one of the biggest uh, fields where you can buy traffic. And uh, this is like secure fields because it's almost uh, everything what you are buying, uh, it's on the CPM basis. So, yeah. Uh, regarding inspiring, um, I think it's UA job and uh, that you can calculate uh, what is your impact to the company. So, it's most uh, <laughs> inspiring uh, feelings, I think. So, it's really about... Um you know, trying to be the most effective. That's obvious. That's part of your job. That's what you've yeah, built. Yeah. And, um, well, just give me a little bit of an, of, an, of an idea how things are going over there at Playrix. I mean, I called you out as a top 10 company. I was looking at uh, data from App Annie there. Um, what's going on at Playrix these days? Tell me a little bit about the excitement over there. I mean, you have, I believe, a new title, or could I be wrong? Uh, no, right now we're... Mostly looking into our previous titles, Gardenscapes, mm -hmm. Homescapes, Township, and Fishdom. We are mm -hmm. trying to scale them as much as we can. Uh, regarding the new titles, I think they will be, because this is the main job of our uh, company. We are building cool games <laughs> for everybody. Uh, but right now, we are mostly focused on our top four games. Mm -hmm. um, yep. And to your point, I just did a, a blog post recently about uh, homescapes and gardenscapes doing really, really well, probably because yeah. of the hyper-casual mechanics. I mean, this is not your usual casual game. There's a lot more going on in there. Yeah, sure. Uh, gardenscapes and homescapes, this is two games with uh, uh, like uh, match tree mechanics and also with some cool uh, meta inside. So the users just not playing into match 3 because it's sometimes it's cool but sometimes you don't want to do it they are going through some cool history of uh, our main characters and trying to help them to build a house renovate the house uh, rebuild the garden etc etc so this is I think the key feature of our games because basically uh, meta was developed I think near two years or something like this. So a lot of job was made in this field. And and were you buying on a CPM basis for these games or have you just recently started to do that? And then of course we'll tell the audience, the listeners, what CPM buying is all about. But I'm just curious, you know, when this great strategy kicked in. Um 
we start to buy on the CPM and basically we start to think about the programmatic buying when I came to the Playrix, I think. <laughs> because basically before that, uh, in Playrix, everybody thought that this is not something that they need to do. And uh, as you know, everybody right now on the market thought that they need to go to performance-based networks, use yep. some some CPI, CPA stuff, etc., 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 and that's all. Uh, this is like the end of the world, and uh, nothing <laughs> out of here. So you you can get uh, more traffic. But when I came, I said to guys that uh, here you are wasting a lot of time because there are a lot of traffic outside. There are global exchanges like uh, Google Edx, uh, Mopop, Rubicon smart etc etc they are like super old and they have a super big amount of traffic right now so let's start to work here and uh, I can drive this uh, department I can do everything we need to do here and uh, the biggest growth starts from 2018 as I know yeah the peak was in March uh, after that we had a lot of uh, uh, investigations, conversations, uh, trying to understand what we buy because uh, it was super big amount of traffic and we definitely need to understand where this traffic came from, uh, what is the, I don't know, publishers of this traffic, etc, etc. And right now we have like the truly understandable strategy how we need to go in this field. So yeah, so this is, I think, starts from 2018. So let's just take a step back for everyone so we're all on the same page. That's the whole point here. You can't help people grow their app if we're not all together. Um, CPM, I know what it means, but why don't you define it in such a way that you know our listeners will understand the strategic importance. So CPM means what to you? Buying on a CPM basis, how do you define that? Yeah, basically what is the CPM? It's cost, cost per mile. So you're buying for 1,000 impressions. Uh, it was like the beginning of uh, ad tech world and everybody was bought traffic by CPM basis. And why it's really cool right now, because uh, right now when we, like the field is growing, yeah, uh, everybody is growing, but the publishers are still thinking about the CPM. Everybody on this field, uh, when we are going to some direct publishers and trying to talk to them, they asking about, guys, what is your CPM that you need to pay to us, etc., etc. So in this field, we understand that if we are trying to work with uh, performance-based uh, models, we are paying some extra fee for risks, for uh, algorithms that are calculated uh, for us, uh, the CPI or CPA stuff, and we understood that it's really cheap to go and try to optimize your campaigns based on the CPM level. It, you need to have like some knowledge and you need to have some background skills in marketing in order to go there because it's not like you're going to uh, ad network say that I want to pay $5 per CPI and that's all and uh, you don't need to think about it. But yeah, in the end of the day, you will get even lower CPIs if you will go and try to buy on the CPM level. So in a way, it's kind of interesting. You're sort of cutting out uh, the algorithm. I mean, does that is that something that saves you in efficiency or also in cost? I mean, in a sense, the algorithm is another mouth to feed in the chain, isn't it? 
Yeah, sure. Uh, if we're talking about buying, when we are trying to understand the chain of buying in the CPM, uh, it's really simple. You have the publisher, you have the CPM that you need to pay, and that's all. So we are uh, you're on the same page with the publisher. When we are trying to think about CPC, even CPC buying, uh, it's all about conversions. Uh, it's all about some uh, users, etc., etc., etc. And algorithms needs to predict what will be the conversion right now for this specific user. Uh, and after that, it can calculate the CPM for the publisher because on the publisher's level, nothing changed. They are thinking about the CPM. They are uh, they are setting uh, bid floor prices in CPM, so nothing changed. Uh, if we're going uh, further uh, to the performance-based uh, stuff, uh, in this case, we are getting even extra fees because you need to understand what will be the conversion into install. Uh, does this user want to get this app or not, etc., etc., etc. And in this case, this extra etc. Uh, give you extra money that you need to pay for for the algorithms. It's not uh, a problem. It's uh, this is how the market works because basically you don't have risks when you are paying on the CPI level, but you will pay higher than you will pay if you will use CPM model. Mm -hmm. And just a quick question there. I mean, just in general ballpark figure, how much higher? is uh, performance over CPM? If you will optimize your CPM buying, I think it can be near 30 or 40% lower. Whoa, now that is a number. It's like drop the mic, because this is a number that people will be interested in knowing. I mean, you're saying you can drop costs by a third um, and acquire users for your app. Um, and I mean, that's that's a great deal, right? I mean, you probably didn't have any trouble selling anyone at Playrix on that idea, I, c I can imagine. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Everybody wants to see this. <laughs> and that's exactly why we have you on the show, Sergey. So we do have to get a break right now, but it's a great segue because we want to get into the nitty-gritty of a little bit more of, of, you know, the why, the wherefore, the benefit. Um, and so, listeners, don't go away. As you can hear, it's worthwhile to come back and learn how you can save 30% on buying advertising. So we'll be right back after the break. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. It's time once again to get ready for the 35th Annual Miami Book Fair, November 11th to the 18th. Learn more at MiamiBookFair.com. Over 500 authors will be coming in from all over the world to read their books, answer questions from the audience, and sign autographs. Award-winning luminaries confirmed to attend this year include novelists like Elliot Ackerman, Robert Olin Butler, Ingrid Rojas Contreras, and Deborah Dean. Nonfiction writers like Dr. Mark Agronin, Mohammed Al-Samwawi, Andrea Barnett, and Tina Brown. Celebrities like Justine Bateman, Steve Kornacki, Bill Press. These are just a few of the are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WP Engine 
Webmasterradio.fm. Keep your headphones handy and the feed loaded. We never stop. Do you? Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. And we're back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And our guest today is Sergey Grutzik. He is lead UA manager, Playrix. Sergey, right before the break, we were talking about something very exciting, which is how much money you can potentially save if you optimize to buy on a CPM basis. Um, now, we're not going to go into all of it, but I'm sure now everyone's like, yes, I want to understand how do I even prepare to do this. So, I mean, if you've been buying a certain way, you know, everyone's talking about CPI, CPA, you might have optimized to that, you know, you're fully sold on programmatic. Um, I guess the first question is, is this something that I can do no matter what category of app I have, or is this strictly, you know, a really good deal for games apps? No, basically this stuff is working for everybody. Uh, our one of the main partners, uh, Liftoff, they are using their algorithms for buying, um, for dating, for casual casino games, for games for e-commerce applications for a lot of stuff because basically it's not matter what you are trying to sell uh, and uh, this is all about the users you want to get so basically mm, you you can you can try to sell whatever you want here so this is the same so this is good news. So let's just assume, because this is great, because most people I go to conferences all the time, they're always complaining, oh, you know, that's only for gaming apps. We can't do that in non-gaming categories. But no, we can do this in all categories of apps. So what do I need? What's some like the minimum viable preparation, you know, minimum viable product, minimum viable preparation I need to get my head around thinking how to buy on a CPM basis? Uh, basically, if we're talking about small or medium companies who want to buy and uh, don't want to waste time for a uh, marketing department or UA department, something like this in this area, uh, I think basically they already have uh, everything because they are using some performance-based networks. So right now there are a lot of different performance-based DSPs. So they're using programmatic buying and uh, opener to be a protocol inside, uh, but they are buying on the CPM basis and recalculate it to the um, advertisers into CPI. So basically it's the same, um, but it's the CPM buying and you don't need to prepare yourself uh, with some extra guys in your company, some strategies, CPM strategies, etc, etc, etc. So right now, if you are in a small company or in a medium company, you can go to the a lot of performance-based DSPs and try to buy there. If you are in an enterprise client, um, like we are, and if you want to grow your programmatic department, basically you need to try different aspects of this uh, uh, field. So it means that you need to go also to the uh, 
programmatic DSPs. And uh, after that, you also need to try to buy by yourself uh, manually. And if we're talking about the manual DSPs, uh, this is another field. It's really tough work and uh, it's really hard to do that. So this is not what I recommended to the small or medium companies because basically it was the problem of the uh, programmatic field. Uh, the DSPs was, uh, came to the market and say, hey guys, you have a cool, we have the cool technology, let's try to use it. Uh, here are our DSPs, they are self-serve and you can use it. And uh, like, uh, as I said, the managers from, I don't know, some e-commerce companies, uh, other companies came to this field, understand that they don't know how to use these tools, they don't know how to buy on the CPM level, etc., etc., and they said that uh, we don't have money here, so don't, don't waste our time. So I think that uh, self-serve, it's only for enterprise clients who understand how to buy on the CPM level and have... Uh, the guys in their team that can help them. So I don't want to necessarily have you name drop, but since there is the discrepancy and the difficulty, you know, if you imagine that our audience is maybe, you know, fairly average size mostly as as well, we can't we can't disregard that audience, um, and they need their help. So what this is saying is that they can do this on their own, but self service isn't built to take care of it. Yeah, they don't need to go to the self-service DSPs mm -hmm. because they will waste a lot of time there and yep. maybe a lot of money. They need to go to the automated DSPs. So this is the companies that doing the same, but they manage the campaigns on their site. So you, you just go there and say, hey guys, I have the e-commerce application and I want to uh, have ROI uh, I don't know, 100% on the th uh, day 30 or something like this. And, and they say, okay, we will try to buy uh, traffic programmatically for you with this KPI. And that's all. So you just manage the KPI and try to understand, is it good for you or not? Uh, if you will go with the same KPI and try to go uh, try to buy manually from some self-serve DSPs, I think you will not succeed for sure. Because they're absolutely not not built to do that any longer. We're uh, yeah, in the programmatic you, world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you need to know some some small pieces how how to change something, how to optimize. Basically, it's really tough because sometimes you need to understand some mathematics stuff, etc., etc., etc. So it's hard to do, and basically you don't need to do this because it's almost the same. You will pay extra fee. For for this uh, uh, for this work, yeah, from from the DSPs, but it will be not so big. Uh, it's as I remember from ten percent till twenty percent, something like this. So uh, it's how you can connect to the DSP and how you can discuss it with them. So. So, so just to be clear on the KPIs, it sounds always so straightforward, but then I was at a conference recently, um, actually in uh, San Francisco a week ago, and talking to some real estate companies, they have apps too, and they're like, you know, we sell houses. It takes six months or more, maybe, for a person to decide what house they want to buy, and in the meantime, we still have to keep things going. We need to acquire users. We need to connect with them. So the KPIs can be different. You know, as a game, you might say, well, I want to have X by, you know, day seven, uh, retention, you know, you have a you have a different 
way of looking at the KPIs. What would you say is a guide to finding and you know identifying the kind of KPI that's going to let you get the most out of CPM buys? Um, this is really depend on the vertical mm-hmm. uh, in where we're working because basically you are right in the games it's really understandable uh, we acquire users on the first day and get some revenue on the seventh day on the day 30 etc etc so we understand uh, how users are paying for us uh, the example that you uh, said previously uh, when we are selling houses it's uh, I think uh, acquiring users also need to be connected with the information how these users um, after that uh, go and buy these houses. So when you will get enough data, you will understand what users you need to buy on the CPM basis and what users need you need to acquire uh, in order to uh sell them houses in future mm-hmm. but you need like more data to understand it not one two house sold and yes we need to buy the users from new yeah. york with uh, iphone x or something like this so not you, you you need to get enough data with statistical significance well, well fortunately not everyone has a six month cycle to figure out you know what is yeah. my <laughs> what is my retention i mean usually you're going to have good audience data you have to understand what you're looking for i mean this is not something this is not a play that you do without data because you have to understand who your audience is, who your valuable audience is, and then you can start buying on a CPM because you can say, I would imagine, you know, this is a valuable audience for me. It came from uh, this network. Everything was good. I just want more of them at a CPM yeah. Yeah, level. Yeah, sure, sure. Right? This is, yeah, you, you can use uh, this strategy in your buying if you know already what is the uh, the picture of your perfect user, you can already start to buy it on the programmatic field and yeah, it will be the same. Mm-hmm. Well, we still have lots of questions I do, especially also about the benefits and uh, maybe a couple uh, devil's advocate questions from the people who care very much about the, the quality of the user and think that that's something you can get better with a programmatic buy. But we have to go to break right now, Sergey. So I'm going to have to hold off on these questions, but don't go away, listeners. We'll be right back after the break. Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. We can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. 
now. Your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on webmasterradio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. And we're back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove. And we have today, Sergey Gritsuk. He is lead UA manager, Playrex, Sergey, during the whole show. It's been very educational. I can't thank you, actually, enough for coming on the show and being so straightforward. Um, I'm sure our listeners are appreciating the tips. And that's why I wanted to get another point in about CPM buying. Now, you've written a blog, and listeners, I'll tell you where to check that out in just a moment. But, you know, on your blog, you make an interesting point that CPM buying isn't just, like, great for the bottom line, but it's also a way to buy fraud-free. So could you elaborate on that? What do you mean by that? Yeah, sure. So when we're talking about the performance buying and some performance ad networks or... I don't know, agencies, they don't want to show you the traffic source. So they show it like ID 12345678, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. In this case, uh, sometimes you can see that uh, you are having uh, some fraud actions, maybe fraudulent install or uh, fraudulent uh, payout, something like this uh, in the application. And after that, you want to just uh, blacklist this uh, traffic source and that's all. So uh, the good networks, they are doing their job and they just blacklist uh, this publisher and that's all. Uh, the other networks can do like they say, okay, we will blacklist this publisher. So you will not see the publisher one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, but you will see the new publisher seven, eight, one, three, four, five, and it will be the same publisher. Uh, yeah. And you will still uh, buy the fraudulent installs and you will need to go back, try to understand what what is the fraudulent right now, try to find this new traffic source and this is like uh, all over the time and this is not really cool because even when you are buying uh, not transparently uh, you don't know where to scale so you you don't know what is the name of application where you're buying or the I don't know website something like this when we're talking about CPM buying and especially programmatic fields because this is only uh, I think connected to the programmatic field uh, in this case it's uh, in, even in uh, OpenRTB protocol, uh, you always buy in transparently. So you see the traffic source. And if you will block some application once, uh, you will not see it again because this application have like unique ID in App Store or Google Play, etc., etc. So you can block it one like one time and uh, and you will not see it again uh, this is like one of the cool features that uh, you can give in the programmatic field uh, the second stuff uh, this is also connected to this uh, you see the applications that can be potentially fraudulent and uh, send you 
fraud traffic or something like this. And in this case, you can just blacklist them once and that's all. So you need to do this job one time and you will not see fraudulent traffic at all. So I think from from very beginning of our work, we do this job once a week and from near one month of our work, we do not see any fraudulent installs and any fraudulent actions uh, at all. So hmm. what we are buying right now, it's fraud free because we don't have anything like this. We already blocklist them and we are not buying them. And even if you are buying on the CPM level with uh, and you are buying the fraud, you will pay for impressions. So you will pay less than you will pay if you will pay on the CPI level because it's really understandable. You, you, will, you will see it, uh, you will buy, I don't know, uh, 100K uh impressions you will spend i don't know maybe 5k uh something like this and you will see everything and you will not you you don't need to waste a lot of time in order to understand where is the fraud it's been really interesting educational and above all you know you've made the point um it's a way to save money that is you know just irresistible i think <laughs> these days in the industry uh everybody um wants to figure that one out. Uh, in the meantime, you know, if our listeners are listening and they're saying, yeah, you know, Sarah gave me some great points about this. I want to find out more, keep up to date with you. I mean, you do, of course, have your Mobile Heroes page, which is uh, over at heroes.liftoff.io. But um, in addition to that dedicated page, how can they stay up to date with you? Uh, I think in LinkedIn. <laughs> okay. LinkedIn's um, the best one, all right. And we'll have yeah, that I in think. the show notes, of course. We'll have that as part of our uh, part of the uh, description of the show. So LinkedIn's the best way. Do you yeah, do you sure. tweet or are you social or are you too busy buying uh, on a CPM basis? I just have Instagram account, but yeah, I okay. think LinkedIn it's more <laughs> more, more available for me. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense to me. Sergey, it was great to have you on the show. And listeners, of course, as I said, if you want to read up on Sergey or any of the other mobile heroes in the series, you can check out their dedicated page over at heroes.liftoff.io. And of course, if you want to keep up with me throughout the week or find out more about how you can be a guest or sponsor on Mobile Presence, you can email me, Peggy, Peggy at Mobile Groove. MobileGroove.com is where you can find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. And that, my friends, is a wrap of yet another episode of Mobile Presence. You can be sure to check out this and all early episodes of our show by going to webmasterradio.fm or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. So until next time, remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you soon. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.